You're listening to the Secrets of Successful Business Podcast, your go-to source for business tips, tricks, and proven strategies that will help you create a streamlined and profitable business. We chat to the best minds in business about their journey. The relationships that I have built along the way are what have grown my business. How they started. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. What they learned along the way. Just really backing yourself if you think your idea is great and is going to work. And of course, we'll ask them for their secret sauce for creating a successful business. The success of your business is up to you. Join us as we take a sneak peek behind the curtain. Talk solutions for those business pain points, working smarter, not harder, mindset, and the challenges of fitting it all in with the demands of today's busy lifestyle. If you're a business owner, side hustler, or just starting your business journey, this podcast is for you. Now, here's your host, business coach, and content creator, Justine McLean from Flossy Creative. Hello, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. In case we haven't met, I'm Justine, a small business owner on a mission to uncover and share the secrets of creating and running a profitable, sustainable and successful business. I've been in business for over 20 years now and I get to use all that I've learned along the way to help other women in business reduce the overwhelm, gain visibility around their numbers, charge what they're worth and make more money. It's about designing a life you love that fits into your definition of success. So if I can help you create the profitable business you deserve, please reach out. Now, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Anyone who has their own business knows that it's pretty much a 24-7, 365-day-a-year proposition. If you're not working in your business or on your business, there's a pretty good chance you spend a chunk of your downtime thinking about it. What to do next, how to bring in new customers or get paid on time, what new products or services you can introduce, the list goes on. I don't know how many times over the last 20 plus years I've woken up at 3am trying to find a solution for that seemingly unsolvable problem or with a new idea to add to my to-do list. Inevitably though, as business owners, no real time off from our business can lead to burnout. Whether it's the Friday afternoon fatigue, the end of the quarter overwhelm or worse, Your business becomes so all-consuming, it impacts every other area of your life, and you decide to call it a day. As we roll into the end of another year and the summer holidays here in Australia, I wanted to share with you some tips that will allow you to have a genuine break from your business this year. And while we're on the subject of the end of the year, I'd also like to know how many business owners, freelancers, and those of you in the gig economy out there that take time to pause, reflect on the year that's been and reward yourself for another year in business or for the goals you've kicked in your day-to-day. So let's get into it. If you've ever worked for an employer, you'll be used to taking holidays, usually as many as you have owing and in most cases when it suits you. When you have your own business, however, it's a different story. As a business owner, when you stop, often your business stops too. And if you decide to have a break, invariably there's something that needs attending to at some point during the break or a disaster that you need to deal with that conveniently coincides with your time off. If you've got staff, there may be an option to have someone step into your shoes during the holiday. But if you're a solopreneur or a business owner who uses casuals or the occasional contractor, that's an option you may not have. So with all that goes into running a business, How can you take genuine time off this holiday season? 
honestly, in my opinion, it all comes down to, first of all, making the decision and then planning. It's about having smart systems in place, getting prepared early and working in advance. Now, for anyone listening, shaking their heads and saying it's not possible, I challenge you to give it a go and see what you can achieve and exactly what you're able to manage. I'm lucky enough to have had both product and service-based businesses. So I know firsthand that time off is not a one-size-fits-all proposition. If you've got a retail operation or a product-based business, for example, my hope is that right now you're busier than ever. While I was in retail, this was the time of year my business made really good money. In fact, the most money that we would make all year. And so we worked seven days a week and often 15 hours a day to capitalize. But when that last present was wrapped on Christmas Eve, we closed shop, literally. The store remained closed for those precious few days between Christmas and New Year. Yep, when all the other stores were absolutely frantic having these fabulous sales. Our e-commerce site remained open, but with a note that deliveries would not recommence until the new year. Fellow retailers thought we were absolutely crazy. And to be fair, it took us about five years into our retail journey to make the decision to close between Christmas and New Year. But after a time, what we learned was that our loyal customers expected us to be closed for that period. In fact, they respected us for it. And as far as possible, they'd get themselves organized in advance so that it didn't inconvenience them. We managed to skip over the frantic sales period so we weren't giving away margin on stock. We knew we could move at full price when we reopened in the new year. And we managed to have quality family time for an entire week. Of course, our approach may not be for everyone. And if you're a retailer, then you'll need to think about what will work for you and your business. But just to give you a few other examples, a local florist I absolutely love to support has gone from working seven days a week trading to six. She's also reduced her delivery area and her daily opening hours and plans to have time off during Christmas. She's just going to shut up shop. One of my other clients picked her quietest fortnight in the year, closes shop and uses that time to take her annual leave. Another uses staff to man the fort while she's away. Point is, there's no right or wrong way here. As a retail business owner, you're allowed to make a decision that suits your business. All you need to do is communicate your decision clearly to your customers and then follow through. Experience shows me that if you plan and communicate those plans, it will not kill your business or your reputation. Sure, you might get the occasional customer during that time who isn't happy because you're closed, but honestly, chances are they wouldn't have been that loyal customer you were hoping for anyway. If you're in a large retail shopping center, you should check with the center management that you're able to close if that's the way you decide to go. If not, talk to your staff if you have them and consider reduced hours to keep the store open. In addition to your customers, the other important thing to do is to let your suppliers know your plans. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than coming back from holidays to deliveries that have been given to your retail neighbor to look after when your shop is closed. They're generally not that happy about it. If you've got a service-based business, it's a pretty similar story, but there's definitely more flexibility. In my current business, for example, I don't have standard operating hours, so I find it easier to dictate when I'm working and when I'm not from week to week. And I make my availability clear to my clients and potential clients through my scheduling platform. But just like in a retail operation, having time off in a service-based business all comes down to planning. 
So what are some of the things you need to do and can easily plan in advance to give yourself quality time off, whether that's a few weeks or maybe just every other Friday? First off, have a look at the weekly business activities you've got in your calendar or in your head. This could be doing the books, paying invoices and wages, planning content for social media, recording a podcast, rostering, writing blogs, and so on. Decide what absolutely needs to continue during your time off. Once you've made that decision, you can either automate in advance, that's simple with socials, paying wages and invoices, for example, or if there's a little more work involved, start to work on batching and banking assets in advance. To give you an example, for the last two years, I've taken a full month off over December and January. Once I decide on the dates, I communicate them to my clients. I then work out exactly what I still need to deliver during my time off. So on the bookkeeping and BAS front, for example, I've got two clients that I know I'm going to need to run payrolls for during the break. They've got regular wages, so it's easy to get those sorted and scheduled into the bank in advance. If their staff want to take a leave over the period, then they need to have it submitted and approved by a cutoff date so it can be taken into consideration. Of course, staffing being what it is, there's always a chance that someone's going to go sick or need to take emergency leave during the holidays. If that's the case, the understanding I have with my clients is that they can either make a pay adjustment themselves or I can process any adjustments on my return. They're usually happy for the latter. I schedule in all bill payments in advance and we chat about anything else that might come up during my time off. Of course, I'm always available for emergencies, but in the last two years, there's been nothing that was so urgent that it couldn't wait until my return. On the coaching side of my business, scheduling sessions around leave is easy. Any new or prospective customers can still book discovery calls through my scheduling app. And once they're in the system, they receive automated emails that I've set up in advance. Now, while all of those things are easily automated, it's the other things I do in my business, like social media and this podcast, for example, that I need to work on and bank well in advance. For weeks now, I've been creating additional social assets and scheduling them into later. I've prepared a couple of newsletters in advance, and I've also batch recorded podcasts and have them sorted until March 2022. There is lots of great listening coming. But it hasn't just happened. I've been working on this for months. And the reason it all works so well and hasn't added any additional stress to me, my contractors, or my business is because it's planned in advance. So over to you. You're getting the gist, right? It's all about the planning. What are the things that you need to do to keep your business running while you have a few days or even a few weeks off? Write them all down. Then give the list the 3D test. In other words, what will you do yourself? What can you delegate? And most importantly, what's in the nice to do category, but that you can just dump and save for later. Once you've got your list, start scheduling it all into the diary. It doesn't have to take a lot of time or add any stress. And I guarantee the time off that you gain as a result will be absolutely well worth it. Okay, so now you've got the days off sorted and all the action steps you need to get those days off in the to-do list. My next question is, how are you going to reward yourself for this last year in business? It's one of those things we rarely talk about as business owners and rewarding ourselves is just something that doesn't seem to come very naturally. If you've ever worked for a corporation or for someone else, when the end of year rolls around, it's traditional to thank staff for their hard work throughout the year and celebrate their success. 
from the Christmas party to the bonus in the final pay packet of the year, it's one of those things that's expected of our employers. While you may have something wonderful planned for your staff, my question, or rather my challenge to you, is what are you going to do for yourself this year? So ask yourself this question, what are you celebrating this year? From the big win to the small change you've made, maybe it's simply surviving 2021 in business. But no matter what it is, think about something you can do to reward yourself for your achievements this year. Perhaps it's paying yourself a small wage for the first time. And by the way, if that's you, then we really need to talk. But it could be inviting your partner, bestie or best business supporter out for a splash up lunch. Maybe it's treating yourself to a manicure or a beautiful bunch of flowers. Whatever you decide to do, it's important to celebrate you the business owner, and what you've achieved this year. Celebrating your success or simply the fact that you've made it to the end of 2021 is a signal to yourself that you're worthy and valuable. It's all about mindset and setting yourself up for continued success. So what's my reward for this year in business? It's taking a guilt-free afternoon off and celebrating at a splash-up lunch with a couple of business besties. We might even shout ourselves a pedicure beforehand, and I can't wait. Now, while we're on the subject of celebration and rewards, you know, you can celebrate and reward yourself as many times as you like throughout the year. It doesn't have to just be at the end of the year. Remember, you're the boss, so you get to decide. Okay, that's it for this episode. Have I convinced you to take some time off these holidays and maybe even give yourself a much-deserved reward? I really hope so. Taking time off and rewarding yourself for that matter starts with making the decision to do it. Then it's all about planning, getting organized in advance and communication with your clients and your staff. Being in business can be hard and you deserve to take a break. So whether that's over these coming holidays or some other time during the year that suits your business, when you make it happen, I guarantee you'll be thrilled you decided to have time off. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'd love to know how you'll reward yourself for completing this year in business. So reach out on Insta at Flossie Files or send me an email, hello at flossie.com.au and let me know. Till next time. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Successful Business podcast. For more information on all things business, head to flossie.com.au and make sure you hit subscribe on the show so you don't miss another new episode. If you're enjoying the show, please give it a quick rating or review, share it on your socials or with friends who might enjoy it. Catch you next time.